Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 467th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my two whimsical co-hosts. We've got uh, Dr. Shamu. I don't know if you're whimsical, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could be sometimes. <laughs> and, and we've got the fluffiest whimsicott. It's in the name, so I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely whimsical here. <laughs> so welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, the show where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Everything. Everything in between. Uh, and so, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a week. I don't know if it's been a good week or not. I had like a day off right in the middle of it, so I don't know how to really process my week. I had two Mondays and two Tuesdays this week. That's what I had. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Like every single day last week was Tuesday until Saturday. So yeah, it was. Well, it was. It was really, really weird because I don't know. It was just weird because like you guys even noticed because I forgot we usually get together and talk about the show <laughs> more beforehand. Yeah. And I sent this to you at like 10 o'clock last night. Like, hey, I guess we're doing the show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an hour before that thing, I'm like, oh, we haven't had a group chat yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I guess it is Friday. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually the one who like realizes you haven't done that. If you haven't done that by the time I wake up on Friday morning. And yeah, I, just, I, I didn't even. You're, like, you're in a far different scenario than I think the rest of us are, though. Yeah. Not entirely for the reasons one would think, but yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I think you're in a completely different scenario than the rest of us right now, and that's perfectly, perfectly, perfectly fine. But yeah, I haven't done too much Pokemon wise this week. I did, so, I did my gym battles. That's been a thing. I was really disappointed because I beat somebody in a best of three with mm. my gym team. I know I felt bad for two reasons. One, I felt bad that I beat him because like he tried, he did, he played very well. Yeah. And it was also like he he definitely had like the team advantage because my gym team, uh, for those of you at home, uh, my hard mode team has a hard time playing against Trick Room. Mm. And he was playing tr- like hard Trick Room. And so he like he definitely just had the advantage. I think it was just that he didn't have a glass year. I think that is literally the, the only reason. If he would have had glass year, I would have just been like wiped out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the, like VGC 2020. It's like Trick Room glass year. And then I think it's like Trick Room glass year is awful. Like Regieleki, I think, is the other mode, essentially. Yeah. Trick Room, like, those are, like, the two meta things, and it's just kind of... Yeah, I, like, I, yeah, I would have to say right now that it's just, uh, it hasn't settled yet either. 
Yeah. Like, it, it's still very active. It really needs to settle or something, because I'm just like, I... Honestly, yeah, you can't keep up. Like, I'm playing against, I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah, well... Like, Ndidi is dumb, too. Like, I, I oh, Ndidi, like, Ndidi is dumb. <laughs> but it's been dumb all year. <laughs> yeah. It's just now that you have actual, like, massive heavy hitters and, like, yep. and stuff, it's just kind of like... It's just an, it's an enabler. It's just such a bulky follow me user yeah. that it makes it gross. Like, just having such a bulky follow me user that you can't one shot, like, ever is the most annoying thing in the world. Mm. Because, like, even without Sash, like, you're not, you're not hitting it hard enough. Like, because, I mean, what's, uh, f- female Ndidi specifically, right? Because, um, I, I think, like, Ndidi's, like, stats are just gross. Uh, I know special defense is, like, 105. Uh, so, this is male, we want female. Um, so, female base special defense is 105. Defense is 65, but 70 base HP. So, it, I mean... Yeah. So, what I'm hearing is people should be running choice band Urshifu. No. <laughs> choice band Urshifu. Uh, <laughs> hit it with that wicked blow. Hit it with that yeah. wicked blow and hope. Yeah. I think that would kill, actually, if it's bad. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I wonder... Uh, well, typically they don't run into doubles, or they don't run, uh, they don't run focus sash, so you should be okay. Oh yeah, it is, it is definitely one of the more frustrating Pokemon out there. I don't disagree with you at all. <laughs> um, female Ndidi is, I mean, I hate that it's like psychic normal too, like it's really good typing because then you can't just hit it with like a dark type Pokemon. You mean ghost? Or you, no, or ghost type Pokemon, you have to hit it with a dark type if you want to like do yeah. some effective damage. It's, uh, it's absolutely gross. Yeah, these these are the these are the challenges of uh, of Pokemon right now. <laughs> the trials. I mean, other than that, I mean, I think the meta. I thought I thought Crown Tundra brought like a really good shakeup to it, at least. It brought a good shakeup for sure. It's just that I think where things are right now, I don't find it enjoyable. And I I don't disagree with you right now, especially because Spectre exists. Like Spectre is probably the reason I don't enjoy it right now. Enough Spectre Glastier. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Wait. Like, I like that Trick Room the team, yeah. but it's just, it's very not fun to play against. Yeah, it's just not fun um, to, yeah, like you said, to play against. It's just bad. I, I'm hoping that we find some kind of counter to that, and I'm sure there is one. It's just, uh, it's going to take a hot minute. And even then, like, what I'm hoping is that uh, we get another season and at the beginning of the year, like we did with Season 6, where they did, like, the top 10 ban list or whatever. Yeah. I would love mm-hmm. to see that. I'd love to see that come back. Cause uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Cause like, uh, that would that would kick out a lot of things. Specifically, one for is Tapu Fini. <laughs> Tapu Fini is like tearing it up, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's always yeah. Been good. It's always been bulky. Yeah. So the top ten from VGC, if they just it, this was in, in BSS, the top ten they would remove if they did another season like that would be Tapu Fini, Landorus Therian, uh, Incineroar, Metagross, Regilecki, Glastier. Chrysalia, Moltres, uh, Galarian Moltres, uh, Rillaboom get, gets the axe again, and Kartana, and Urshifu's literally just sitting there in 11th place <laughs> again, just like it did last time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Glastier is just so good right now. It's so good. It, it's just disgustingly all you, good. All you need is like massive defense stats and solid HP. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. I wonder what Season 7 ba- battle, uh, not BSS, uh, B, or no bss yeah uh right now bss uh you would get an urshifu ban wow in bss yeah you'd uh you'd add mimikyu celesteela cinderace porygon 2 hippowdon mm. probably because you got all the sandrush toys to play with now I yeah 
Oh, yeah, no, Sandvest Drakethal type thing is a very... Yeah. It's very much a thing. And you would add Urshifu to that list, and I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, and and regular Zapdos. <laughs> uh, you'd get rid of regular Zapdos. But yes, yes, that is... Uh, I'm hoping. I would really like to see that meta. I'd be down to see a meta without a lot of things in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do miss... Oh, man, I wish we could play OU on cart. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so you two much. are like the big. I think you two are like the biggest uh, proponents of that with me. Yeah, because I, I, I think without that ability, like there's so many cool toys, and this would have been so fun to like play with this rotation, this like constantly rotating meta on cart. Mm. I would have really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, you can't. You just really can't. Like, yeah, it, it, I, this this gen, I'll say this gen, has been very unfriendly to OU for more than just like the timer reason as well. Like, because, I mean, if you look at OU, they also banned Dynamax. And so, like, this gen's mechanic doesn't fit into that version of play. I mean... Go ahead. It's... it's I mean, they decided to ban Dynamax from OU. So I agree with you that it doesn't fit. And so they were right to ban it. But... No, no, I agree with that. It's not like they put it in, like, thinking, oh... No, 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 no. They didn't didn't think that. I, I... so I think one of the problems, like, especially like in maybe the past couple gens from VGC or not from VGC, but from like TPCI's point of view, I, the way I feel right now, especially with Gen 8, is you're not playing the game right. This is how you play it. That's, that's Sakurai me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's how I've been feeling about Pokemon, at least since like Gen 7 to some extent, like that you're not playing it right. This is how you play it. Mm. And uh, Dynamax, I think, is a wonderfully balanced mechanic for BSS and VGC. And I think that's what they focused on, and that's what they really focused on, and that's why we have a 20-minute timer, because they go, that's good enough to play VGC and BSS. Yeah. And that's kind of where it stops, mm. which, which is unfortunate, because, like, 6v6OU is really fun. Yeah. Uh, granted, I've been playing random battles to, like, get myself back into, like, the 6v6 mindset, and I'm going to say I don't think I'll miss I miss OU uh, quite yet, just because, like, when you jump into there, like, everything's just, like, Toxic Stall or... Uh, Mm. Um, what's the other one? There's like one other thing that they can do. It's like toxic stall and something like, and that's like your two major camps. Yeah, I I'm so glad that like sword and shield went and they like called toxic from like a lot of people's move pools. Yeah, yes, because that that was semi necessary. I think I agree, but nothing feels quite like OU one card. No, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with you. So, uh, but yeah, this is, I think this is a good place. It's a good somber note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we can, we can hop on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. In the news, we have a few things to talk about. The first being worldwide. There's been giveaway information for both the standard Zarude and the Dada form Zarude. I don't like that it's called the Dada form, by the way. Mm-hmm. Standard form clothes can start being redeemed December 13th and are valid until March 31st of 2021. 
In the U.S. and Canada, this can be done through the Pokemon Trainers Club newsletter until November 20th. In the U.K., it will be through game stores, so GameStop equivalent, either in person or online. And the data form will be released in Japan to those who attend the movie when it releases December 25th. It has not been announced for the U.S. yet, by the way, which is... I know we have a trailer. Uh, do we have a trailer? Well, we got a trailer like back in February. No, we have Secrets of the Jungle. Oh, is it because it's the next TCG set or something? No, that's the, that's the Pokemon the movie. Oh, we got the, the movie. Jungle. We that's got the movie. Called. Okay. It's uh, so it says at least what it says uh, due for release in the West next year. We don't know when. We just know twenty twenty one. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks to be us. But we have we have a title and we've got a trailer. It was on Cerebi. Yeah, for the so. movie. I'm just more worried about Zarude, like getting to the U.S. in a distribution. Yeah. The, yeah. That's my bigger concern. But uh, well, the form the form is yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I think they wanted to get the Pokemon released because of the set that came out. Tell me, tell me more about TCG, by the way. All right. So, Vivid Voltage uh, just came out this last Friday. It's all gone. Essentially, <laughs> it's we get Aegis Lash, so ADP still rules. But uh, yeah, I think TCG Cast went over Vivid Voltage this last week or this. Yeah, when, I when did. It was. It was, it was I think it was this week. It came out this week. Yeah. So essentially. Oh yeah, and here's the little thing. The 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 movie is twenty one twenty one and Secrets of the Jungle is the name. Yeah. I, I didn't even see it in the Yeah, well the you did it but... anyway. You were on top of it. You were so on top of it, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh Vivid Voltage came out, new set, more champions past stuff came out. They actually had it on Pokemon Center for like more than an hour. Wow, I'm really <laughs> upset about a lot of that, by the way. I'm still upset about that. I just want the pins. You could have gotten them. I, I think I... They were they were literally... It was limit two, and they were up for, like, I think they went up at, like, 11, and I think they were still up at, like, 5. PM. Wow. So they were up for a while. Like, the Charizard theme deck sold out faster than the Champions Pass pin collections. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm probably just gonna go ahead, and I'm just gonna buy the pins on Troll and Toad. <laughs> I think that's what mm-hmm. I reserve myself to. I, I might do that for some, or I might just try to buy the boxes because there's like the one that i missed with a dual pack mm, yeah 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 and they're they're a little more but it's not it's not like an etb price you're not paying double yeah 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 if you especially get a bundle like depending where you go i found a couple that's of fair sites that have not terrible prices but they're still not like you're still paying i'm just not a big pay. fan of like how much like the tcgs exploded recently and not for good reasons either no mm. it's literally just collector it's all it is. It's just people trying to scalp, make money. It's literally like, just I'm scalpers. I'm here and there, too. Like, I, I'm buying a couple things here and there, but I'm more or less trying to collect. That's my main thing. It's like, I like having things put to the side. I think there's a difference between what you're doing and what some of these other people are doing. Because, like, if you watch Verbank City, there's a lot of people who just, like, come in there and are, like, trying to get advice on how to do it to invest into the Pokemon, right? Yeah. You and I, like, even all of us uh, that are on the show, like, we would go into it, even if we were, like, selling cards for, like, marked up prices and stuff, we would still be doing it because we wanted to collect the cards to begin with, and this was something we also have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not anything more than that, which is upsetting. <laughs> I think I have the Reshazard uh battle deck or something still in box somewhere Maybe i should try to sell oh, that it's i don't know if you'll make much off that i don't know either i doubt it but man it's stupid right now they, they did not they did not hold out those the peak around and the russia russia those one. well they printed them in excess which was great yeah they did they didn't hold value unfortunately yeah. but also didn't help that uh covid yeah covid mm-hmm. uh whimsicott tell us why you uh should have a vpn yeah. <laughs> so the next batch of episodes for Pokemon Journeys will release on Netflix in the US on December 4th. Yeah. expect it to be the usual batch of 12 episodes, but there's no confirmation yet. 
I don't know why you made me read this piece of news. Uh, because that was the one that was next to be highlighted. <laughs> I know, I was trying to be funny. I know I always fail when I try, but let me at least try. <laughs> yeah. So that's in three weeks, so... Yeah, that's in three weeks. Uh, I mean, it's probably 12, and I think that the... I think what's, they, They've been doing it in batches. They've been doing it in batches right, of 12 episodes, because it's like every 12 weeks they come out with one. Which has been nice. It's really nice to just, like, every three months be able to binge through it. I prefer watching the anime this way, like, at least as, like, an older Pokemon fan. Being yeah. able to, like, sit down and spend, like, two days and, like, binge through a bunch of Pokemon episodes while I'm doing something else. And I can be caught up on the anime. And this one's not half bad. I said the same thing about Alola until it got bad. <laughs> this one's not half bad. It's it's interesting because it doesn't follow the same formula as we're used to. I, I'm a fan. Also, TPCI, uh, for those of you living in Canada, is now shipping through the Pokemon Center website to you. So good for all of you Canadians. Uh, sorry to all of you Europeans that still don't have it. Wow, <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure the only reason it's going to Canada, by the way, is because they literally ship from Seattle, which is essentially just American Canada. Yeah. For a limited time, if you make an order of $20 or more, you'll receive a special delivery Pikachu promo card while stocks last. They did a similar thing. Also, yeah, they, oh, was it? Recently, too, they had an ornament as well. Yeah, you get an yeah. ornament. Yeah. I got. I put a bunch of orders in, so I'm probably going to get, like, seven ornaments. But mm. at one point, the ornament was removed, like, right after I did another order. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> so I was like, oh, I, I felt like, did I, did I make these, like, did we just run out of these ornaments? Shamu is responsible. He's the sole person responsible for the Christmas ornament <laughs> I, fiasco. I, I will say, like, I think, I think yesterday I put in, like, five to six orders. Wow. Separate. Just to get the promos as well. Because also... Twenty dollars is free shipping on Pokemon Center yeah, right now. Yeah, it's great, dude. I love Pokemon. <laughs> so Center. you're like, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Twenty bucks. It's like there's no reason not to do separate orders to get more cards. I gotta get that Moomoo like... Milk sign. I gotta get that Moomoo Milk. Oh sign. yeah, the Moomoo. The Moomoo that's so good. I love it. It's wood. That's what's so good about it. It's a wooden. I need that, man. It's a wooden sign. I'm looking at it right now. It's great. I need it. I need it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's kick things on over to. There's no video game battling news this week, which is really weird. We're gonna go into the Pokemon Go news. Oh. Well, boy. yeah. Well, this isn't the super exciting part, but Shamu, tell yeah. us about these community days that we've been talking about forever. All right. So it will be two. There will be two events during the months for Electabuzz and Magma. Electabuzz is going to be over by the time this comes out, by the way. But oh, yeah, that yeah. it's tomorrow as of recording. Well, Electabuzz will be done. Then Magma will be the weekend after this. Yes. And so Electivire will be able to learn Flamethrower, I assume, upon evolution. Uh, yeah. Elekid will be able to hatch out two kilometer eggs. There will be oh, okay. There'll be special timed research to provide Sinnoh stones and uh, Electric for Electabuzz. Paid research. Paid research. Paid research. The paid researches are dumb. I got one once, and I thought it was going to be interesting, and it was not. <laughs> I think I did it once for I think the Regigigas one. Like I would, oh, I wouldn't mind like for that's a couple different. bucks if it, that's different. Yeah, if if it stayed. Yeah. Like if they all stayed, I'd be okay with it. But now they're like doing it so they run out. I believe so. Like you, you have to do it during that time, or you lose. Well, it. for the one, for like the the like the ones that you pay for now, like for the dollars for the ninety nine cents or whatever. Like, there's no point to do it outside of Community Day, because it's mostly like, catch 13 Electabuzz, and then the reward is an Electabuzz. It's like the most uninspired garbage. Wow. I I, don't, I I assume, I guess, the Electabuzz, if it's, like, perfect, then maybe, but... It's not then. even. Like, if you're, if you're doing it, you're going to be catching a bunch anyway. Yeah, so exactly. It's, kinda, it's, it, it's like no. a way to, I guess, to quote-unquote win Community Day. But for the Magmar one, it will be on the November 21st, uh... 
Mag Mortar will learn Thunderbolt against him upon evolution. Mag being two kilometer eggs. And then special timed research to provide Thinostones and no match for Magmar paid research will be there too. To be fair, Magmordar and Electivire, I think, I think are two of my favorite Pokemon, just in general. Like, Magmordar's design is objectively worse. Yeah. Electivire is super hype, and I feel like Magmordar just gets it because he's, like, the useful version of, of Electivire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Those are the only two Pokemon missing in current Tundra decks right now, actually. You can catch them. Like, Ma- I've seen Magmordar out. Okay, I had the Beast Ball Living decks. I need to evolve them. Okay. They're already stuck. Okay. I just gotta trade them. So okay. <laughs> Whimsicott, uh, yes. <laughs> tell us more about uh, more Pokemon Go nonsense. Okay, so previously you could only submit a Pokestop for approval if you were at least level 40. I don't know why I said at least, there's nothing beyond that yet. Now that level cap has been lowered to 38. And also, uh, okay, this is Mega Evolution related news, I do not care at all, but I will read it for all of you who (laughs) do care. When you walk a Mega Evolution capable body in Pokemon Go, you will now earn 5 to 15 Mega Energy, which roughly translates to 5 Mega Energy for a kilometer walked. Every time you earn a candy, if you have previously mega evolved that species of Pokemon. Now you also get one bonus candy when you catch a Pokemon of the same type as your active mega evolved Pokemon. It's just whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. They kind of like rolled back their mega evolution energy issue. I still think the whole thing is still nonsense with how it works yeah. they're trying to fix it without actually fixing the issue yeah it's just because it, you still have to get the mega previously through raids well that's for the candy or no that's wait, for the energy no. So like, no you have yeah. to actually no you've had no never mind you have to have actually mega ball yeah so it, it's not yeah. fun i'm not a big fan no. especially like with as much walking as they want you to do during a pandemic yeah, yeah like, not a fan i've noticed since they've released this mechanic there's a lot of things where it's just like hey, let's try to do this with mega mega energy this, mega energy that. And it's like, they're trying to add things to fix the problem instead of just fixing the actual problem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because they don't want, they don't want to remove that mechanic, it seems, but they don't want to, they're trying to appease people, but it's just not working because they just... Yeah. Let's save it. We could keep that for the topic today. I don't disagree with you, though. (laughs) In some Puckle news, after that relatively short uh, Pokemon Go news segment, Fall League is still going on until at least the end of November. I don't know if we actually gave an actual end date. I think maybe like like end of November, maybe first week of December. I think yeah, I think we were talking like ending it the first week of December. Not the full first full week, like whenever the end of the first week of December. <laughs> Do it while you can. Also, those badges are up on Etsy, by the way. If you haven't got them yet. If you want them, you can always go ahead and join the Patreon at the fifteen dollar tier to get a coupon so you can just get them for just the price of shipping or wait until the end of the month for your thatch to like go through everything and find it. One of those two are your options. But we really appreciate any of the support. Also, I like these badges a lot. I do suggest you go get them. On that note, I think this is a good place to end it. Uh, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Today, Whimsicott and Shamu are going to be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions. They have five questions submitted by Discord. They are going to try to answer them. There's a possible total of eight points. They have a lifeline they can use as a hint. If they do, one of those eight points comes from if they answer all the questions correctly without using the hint, they get eight points. 
Um, they are racing against their fellow co-host, 230. Whoever gets there first wins a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com, so they get free shipping, unless they're whimsicott. And so uh, keep that in keep that in mind. It's very exciting. You too can also win from this as well by going over to AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all your nerdy and inspirational art needs. They have a code for you guys to use. I believe it is uh, PokeQuiz for 25% off your total purchase. So we are going to go ahead and jump right on in to our PokeQuiz. Our first one is going to come from Coil Builder. What is the only Pokemon evolutionary line not to have its base stat total changed upon evolving? Ooh. Only evolution that does not change stats upon Base stat total. Oh, total. Total. So, like, you can have some shifting stats, but no, like, change in total stats. Fascinating. Um, oh, wait. Is um, it Tacnol and Silvali? No, right? No, they get speed. They get speed. Uh, I wonder if it's Aegislash. Mm, I think... Um, it's like 50, 150, 50, 150, 50. I we're think. talking about an entire evolutionary line, though. I don't think Honage. Oh, has... entire. Oh, entire line. Yes, oh, it's yeah. an entire line. Yes. Oh, never mind that. No, no, not that. I was thinking. I was thinking a single evolution, not a full line. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it would be a one to one then. Yeah, I was also thinking like maybe because Cosmog definitely has lower stats than Co- than Cosmoem. Oh yeah, no, yeah. It's got lower stats, but it's got, yeah, Cosmoms. This is yeah, just a two-stage line. It's just like one-two. Yeah. That's what I assumed, yeah. honestly. It was kind of like, it's, it's one to another. It's just, what Pokemon is that? Because it's more likely like a mode shift. Like, one thing that we used to be working, that worked one way now, works as a, like a fast offensive attacker, like. Yeah. I would say that one of these does abuse Eviolite semi-regularly oh. now. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh no, that's not a full line though. Shoot. Um, I know which one you're thinking. Yeah, if it's not that one, that's close though. I thought Magneton for a second. I'm like, no, no that's not it because Magnetite. Um, this one, dual wing beat has entered its move pool. Oh, okay. Scyther Scizor. Oh, that's true. Scyther Scizor is correct. Scyther Scizor is uh, the base stat total stays the same. It, just all the speed goes into defenses essentially. Yeah. <laughs> pretty that's much. what happens because Scyther's a solid Pokemon on its own, actually. Oh, it definitely yeah. is. I've used it before, mm-hmm. like during one of the old summer leagues. I used Scyther, and it was solid. Scyther's but, very know, solid. I used it last year, actually. It's very, worked, very solid. The other fun fact that Liger gave me this week after he put it together was that uh, Porygon two to Porygon Z has the lowest increase with only a base stat total change of twenty. Hmm. And oh. Shedenja loses BST from Dinkata. Yeah, that one I remembered. All right, our next one is going to be from Blackberry. Name the ground-type Pokemon Pikachu defeated with Thunderbolt at the beginning of Mewtwo Strikes Back when Ash was challenged by the pirate-like trainer, Raymond. Oh. Huh. It's not in the remake. Oh, wait. This is the guy right at the beginning. I think I know what it is. It was a guy in blue, right? He looked like almost like a Team Aqua guy. Okay, so it was Nidoqueen. Because this whole thing, he had a, he was a water type trainer, but he had a bunch of blue Pokemon and Needle King with it. Needle Queen was before that, oh, like right at the beginning blue. of the movie. They play the they play the theme song, and Ash is in the middle of a battle. Oh, and he ends it with Pikachu using Thunderbolt because the guy throws out three Pokemon. One of them is a Ground type, and then because of anime logic, they let Pikachu kill it. Oh, I don't even know. So the movie in which you see a Dawn Fun at the beginning is the second one, right? No, that's the first one. That's Mewtwo Strikes Back. Okay, then it's not fun. Because I, I clearly remember, 
like the animation of Dom kind of spinning down a hill. That was for the Ente movie. No, no, that was in this movie. So it's Dom fun because that was during the theme song. Was it Mewtwo Strikes? I don't think it was. Sure, I I don't know. I know Don. I do remember that scene. Are you going to use Don Fan as your answer, or I, I I don't know at this point. It's fine by me. I remember I remember Don Fan. I thought it was the second movie, but I remember that scene. I just don't remember from that movie. Is my thing. Same, but that says it is. So that mo- scene is in that movie. Yes, one hundred percent. And I think it was during the theme song. So sure, Don Fan. I guess Don Fan is unfortunately incorrect. Don Fan is in there. But Don Fan is beat, battled by Bulbasaur. Oh. And there's a Machamp after that that's defeated by Squirtle. But then he throws out a Golem, Pinsir, and Venomoth all at once. And Pikachu just Thunderbolts and fries them all at once. So Golem is the answer. Golem was replaced with the Drowsy in the remake because the remake is inferior. Okay. But you guys are uh, still one for two. And this next question is your Pokedex entry question. You will get a Pokedex entry. You have to tell me what Pokemon that is. If you guys are riding the struggle bus, I will give you a second Pokedex entry. Based on what that entry is, if you give me an answer, you will get one point. If you get it on the first entry, you'll get two points. If you don't get it at all, you get zero points. So our first entry is going to come from Upside Down Malamar, where he says, This Pokemon Black Pokedex entry states, These bird Pokemon are excellent divers. They swim around in the water eating their favorite food, peat moss. Who's that Pokemon? What's their favorite food? Sorry. Peat moss. Hmm. So it's... It's at least up to Gen 5. Yeah. What entry was it? Was it black? Uh, black. Yes. These bird Pokemon are excellent divers. Yes. So it's flat out a Gen 5 Pokemon, I believe, because I don't know if they had Gen 1 through 4. Did they have Gen 1 through 4 Pokedex entry then black? Yeah, they had everything. Like, up to Gen 6, you had a national dex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Mm-mm. They used to just recycle entries, to be fair, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, a bird who's an excellent diver and eats... Peat moss. Okay. So I'm so I assume it's like Pelipper. I'm seeing like Pelipper line or Swana line at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Like, I I doubt it's Psyduck, but no, it doesn't sound like Psyduck. I've never heard Psyduck referred to as a bird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, is a, it is a duck. It is a duck. It's a bad duck. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird duck. <laughs> I like the Swana idea actually, but. I think most of its entries would be... I, I don't think Swana would be it, but I'm thinking maybe more like Ducklet. It's like, I'm thinking Ducklet or Wingle. Yeah, I like both of those, actually. Mm. I feel like Pelipper is more of the fact that it's got a big glit. Yeah, big, and like, Swana meat. is all elegant and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about his favorite meal, peat moss. Peat yeah, moss. I want to say, I like, I like Ducklet better. What is peat moss? Like, when you're in, a, you know... A bog and I'm googling it. The moss. Oh, okay, I see it. Yeah, that sounds like something you would eat. Yeah. Do you want to go with ducklet? Or I'm with ducklet? Okay. I feel like it's more ducklet to be honest, because I don't remember. Yeah, same. I don't. I don't feel if they're recycling. Also, the recycling entries. I don't think that they would have said that for an older mod. Hmm. Maybe. Like if depending, like ducklet is your final answer. Yes. Ducklet is correct. Woo! So you guys get two points for that. You're three for three. Because uh, I didn't have to use the Omega Ruby Pokedex entry that says, when attacked, it uses its feathers to splash water, escaping under the cover of the spray. Hmm. Uh, oh, I wouldn't have really... No. I probably could have gotten it from that, but it's just... Uh, it that, turns out that, been... that those, are the only two, those are the only two entries for Ducklet that exist. So there, it's like, <laughs> the, the second one was really vague. 
Yeah. All right. So our next question is going to be your multiple choice question. It has five answers. You can have get up to three points on this question. So every two answers you give me, you get one point. If you get all five, you get three points. Okay. And so this is from Anharmonia, and she wants to know, what five types have a move capable of inducing sleep stat, inducing the sleep status? So what five types? Okay. So hypnosis is psychic. Normal psychic grass. Uh, that's three. Yeah. So that's one point. You got thing hypnosis spore. Yes. You've got dark. You have dark voice. That's four. Yes. Let's see. So what else is? Um, um, is one of the kisses a fairy type move now or not? Oh, um, oh, lovely kiss. But wait, is, is lovely kiss fairy? I don't know if it's if it's fairy. I know it's lovely kiss. It's well, I know lovely kiss is a move, but I don't. Wait, know. wait, wait. There is also um, no. Wait, we've already done that because um, the dark type. Uh, you know, uh, Gigantamax. Oh, it's news. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's dark. Wait, would it include Gigantamax moves? Yeah. It should. Because then, I believe Befuddle can put stuff to sleep. Oh, so that's bug type. So that's the last one. Yes. Befuddle can put you that to sleep. That is all five types. It is Gmax, Befuddle, Hypnosis, Spore, Sing, and Dark Void. Yeah. So you guys are all correct. You guys get three points for that. So you guys are six for four. Nice. Uh, you also still have your hint. So your next question is your base deck question as always. And this one's from Chams1066. What normal type Pokemon has the lowest special attack? So we should use the hint because we can't cash it in because we got a question wait, wrong. Wait, wait, wait. What, what normal type? What normal type has the lowest special attack? Yeah. I, I'm going to say Munchlax off the top of my head, but we can use the hint anyway so we can't cash it in. Uh, this yeah. is a baby Pokemon that's not Munchlax. Uh, <laughs> oh, so it would be Iglypuff. It is only normal type. It will o- only only type. ever be a normal type. Okay, a peeny, a peeny. Yeah, a peeny is correct. So- <laughs> <laughs> what does Munchlax? I wonder what Munchlax has now because I feel like Munchlax has like abysmal as well. It is higher than fifteen apparently, uh, which is what Happy has. Um, it is also higher than twenty because the next highest is Smeargle and Azuril at twenty. I don't know what it is, but that gives you guys looking, seven points right today. Now. That's seven hmm. points, which is pretty good. Oh, it's got forty! Wow, who does that? All right, let's get the trivia score pulled up here. All right, so that does change up the standings pretty significantly in our current run to 30. Shamu also gets on the board with a resounding score. All right, so in first place, we have Whimsicott with 13 points. Tied for second place with seven points, we have P. McGee and Dr. Shamu. In a three-way tie for fourth, we have Sublime, Claude Nine, and Jushira with six, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. With that in mind, we are going to take a short break and kick it on over to the topic. And we have another iTunes review this week from SuperCatGX. He says, Godly five stars, best Pokemon podcast ever. Well, thank you for that, SuperCatGX. If you want your review read on the show, just go ahead, drop it on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. But until then, we're going on to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Pokemon Go Home. <laughs> I'm way prouder of that title than than I am of anything else. Probably more proud of that title than I am of the discussion that is to follow. But 
And then Go you mock me over. for my titles. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My title is funny, though. Yours, your <laughs> titles are pretty good, too, typically. Yours at least have the gift of being synthetic. <laughs> uh, no longer are we going to the polls we're going home though pokemon go this week for those of you living under a rock or not very much so participating in the pokemon community um has launched their connectivity with pokemon home this week i believe it's down to like level 24 in pokemon go can transfer something like that at as time of recording it might be lower after that uh because they typically do like a slow level rollout just to make sure they're not like overloading oh, their no, servers it's, it's fully it's fully oh is it now, everybody now actually. okay cool never mind it's level one and over perfect <laughs> yeah Perfect. You can transfer any Pokemon you have in Pokemon Go and send it over to Pokemon any, Home. Any, you say. Any, to a degree, but also it's more of a, at least one. <laughs> you can do any, so like... No, you can't do any. Like, you can't transfer all the event, like the the glasses curl, the hats Pikachu. I, that That's understandable. That's to be expected. I don't know if it you need is, to transfer your like, 30 extra hats. If you don't say it out loud, people are going to scream at you on the internet. If people are going to scream at me on the internet anyway, because they're going to be like, that, you don't love Pokemon Go? The answer is like, meh. Like, I like Pokemon Go as like a super casual thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, here, I boot up here and there. Yeah, right? So, like, I think, I think I'm like a little bit more than Shamu, but like, I would say my Pokemon Go fan- You owe more than me, for sure. Like, I'll do it, like, for a community day. Like, I might play a bit yeah. tomorrow just to- like, like, I kind of be cool to have a shiny Electabuzz, you know? Yeah, but, that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Like, it's just like, yeah, that's cool. That's where I'm at. Like, I did it for Porygon. I did it for Bronzor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do it for certain community days if it's a Pokemon I actually like. Like, I transferred, like, again, I transferred some of my shinies from those events. Oh, man. So this system, so so if you're not paying attention to the community, it's been met with, like, outrage. Because Pokemon Go, for those of you who haven't noticed, has been doing this thing where they are just, like, constantly, like, squeezing money. It feels like they're ringing Pokemon Go to, like, get all the money out before it goes dry or something. That's kind of how it feels. For Pokemon uh, Go in particular, it's uh, very, very, very weird. So what they did is you have transfer energy. This is to be expected. They did announce this, like, way back. Well, I guess not way back, but like a month or a- and a half ago when they announced that Pokemon Go compatibility was coming to Pokemon Home. They, they did announce, like, hey, there's going to be some kind of, like, energy limit to that. I just don't think anybody expected it to be this bad. You have, like, a energy bar, and it can be filled up with up to 10,000 energy at a time. You gain 60 energy an hour, so about one energy per minute, um, which means that if you ever deplete it, it takes you a full, like, seven days to get it back. I think it comes up to, like, six days in, like, 23 hours or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, so it takes, it takes a really long time for you to refill that energy bar once you deplete it. And if you look at like base Pokemon, it's really not that bad because like if, if I just wanted to transfer like the Caterpie I caught on day one of Pokemon Go, that's going to cost me 10 energy. I can do that literally a thousand times. I can send those over. The problem is if that Caterpie shiny, I'm now 2000 energy in. So now Mm. we start to see the problem. The Pokemon has a CP between a thousand and 2000. You add another hundred energy to that. If it's 2000 or above, you add 300 energy. It's a lot of energy at some, at that point. Right, You're talking twenty three hundred energy to transfer my shiny Butterfree. It's, yeah, you're looking at like a core. Like to do that, you're looking at a like if it's a strong one too. Mm-hmm. You're looking yeah. at about a fourth of your entire transfer capabilities. And then legendary Pokemon are even worse. So if we just wanted to transfer base Articuno, um, without like somehow under nine hundred CP, I don't think you can get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a thousand energy, which makes sense. I can see legendary Pokemon being a thousand. Hmm. 
But if it's a shiny Articuno, which is possible, uh, you add 9,000 points, so that's 10,000, so that's your whole budget. You blew your budget transferring shiny Articuno. Yep. Mythical Pokemon are the same way as well. Their base is just 2,000, but if they're shiny, that's plus 8,000. There are not that many shiny Mythical Pokemon available in Pokemon Go, that should be noted. But I think, like, Darkrai, like, fills that button, that bubble. Uh, I'm not sure if there are any others. I could be wrong, but... Not sure either. Maybe Deoxys? Uh, Deoxys might be shiny in Pokemon Go. I'm not, I'm sure. not 100% sure. Do not quote me. Shininess in Pokemon Go is very weird, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can talk about that energy and, like, that wait time being ridiculous. And on top of that, if you want to refill that with coins, it costs you essentially $10 to refill that bar. The Pokemon community as a whole has erupted and been, like, very angry about this. It's understandable because pretty much the only things you're ever going to want to transfer are your shinies from Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what people want to do. They go, I caught this Pokemon, shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Let's move it over to Pokemon Home. There's also Genesect, by the oh, way. Oh, Genesect is available. Now. I do remember Genesect oh, being available. Right. Shiny. Yep. You can't have the Ox is also available. Okay. So there's like three. Okay. <laughs> Celebi can't be shiny, I don't think. Because it only came from the event. Same with Victini yeah. and uh Victini and Mew. Mew. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Like I didn't know for I didn't know the other I knew the other two weren't. I just didn't know if Celebi was. I know they had like multiple Celebi Celebi events yeah. last I checked. Uh, I think there's only the one for Celebi. I think the outrage has been more that, like, it takes so long and it costs so much to do all the transferring. One, I'm not surprised on a couple of levels. Uh, you guys can feel free to disagree with me. Yeah, like... But, yeah, go ahead. Sure, base rate, whatever, shinies, a bit more, sure. But, like, the fact that I transferred shiny, five shinies over... Yeah. That's my entire thing for That's a your week. budget, like, I right? would've... Like, if they made it, like, at least base shinies a little less, I would be a bit more okay with it. And, like, I think if they cut these all in half, Mm -hmm. I think I would be much more okay with it. There probably wouldn't have been as much backlash. I agree with that. The fact that they were so high, and the fact there's also a monetary aspect to this if you want to refill it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can pay coins, you can pay a thousand coins to fill the entire bar, but also you can pay for coins. So you can literally just, they they put, like, a microtransaction kind of in that way to transfer. And then I think we talked about it in voice too. Yeah, we did. It's like, so we put this monetary transaction on top of this monthly service. Yeah, which that you're Pokemon Home. For. So yeah. paying upon a paying thing. It's like, Mm-mm. that's kind of like, I understand what they're doing because this is in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Home is a separate, like, it's not Niantic. Yes. Of course, it's a separate branch. But it's like, the menta- that's not, for them, I understand what they're thinking. But for the consumer, that's a terrible thing to, like, be doing. Like, yeah. I understand why each person does it, but they, it comes across to the person, to the user, as much scummier. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And plus, with the base rate being so high, it's causing a lot of backlash. Yeah. So I guess this kind of stems out, out from this on, on top of that. Because like I said, I wasn't, I'm not surprised because one, they said this was going to happen back in uh, October. Like energy, the fact that energy isn't the issue. It's the fact of the actual number that Yeah, energy, no, which, I agree with that. Like, Pokemon has had the issue of not knowing, like Pokemon as a whole, I feel, has not understood what numbers are good to do in which areas like even mm-hmm. masters had some weird things with numbers that were like i agree with that they don't realize what to aim for like get also even back um sun and moon's a good example when they did the world missions yes <laughs> yeah they, they overshot oh my it gosh yeah. it's like they like they, they aim for the sky and it's like oh oops shoot yep you're not wrong you're not wrong this is a very consistent thing that pokemon's had and it's unfortunately well, not really getting that much better they're trying to fix things but at the same time it's like 
let me just pivot just slightly because I, I like I want this to just kind of go into a, a more open conversation about Pokemon Go. And I know I've talked to you about this on voice, Shamu. I, Whimsicott hasn't heard this yet. So there, there have been reports that like analyze the data about Pokemon Go. And they claim right now that Pokemon Go is at about 10 to 15 percent of the player base it had in 2016 when it launched. Mm. However, Pokemon Go is also reporting record profits this year. This is kind of hitting on my second point that I'm not surprised by this because Pokemon Go has kind of been like, like I said, like squeezing the sponge of Pokemon Go. Because if you look at remote raid passes and stuff like that, especially that, and that's even heightened even more by Mega Evolution. That's just like a step. And then we don't even have to talk about like all of the events that just have eggs. Yeah. Like the Pokemon are in the eggs and then you have to hatch the eggs and you have to get incubators to do that. It's a headache. I think it's in, in a way natural. So first of all, like you guys brought up a very good point, which is Pokemon Go is owned by Niantic. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a different situation from everything we've ever had before uh, regarding like the transfer of Pokemon from one thing to the other. Because before, everything was always going, you know, from one Game Freak game to another Game Freak game, except maybe like the Manafi egg, say. So... First of all, which is cool, always, by the way, and they should do yeah, it again. That already made the situation weird. But also, I don't think it's weird to say there's only like 10% of the people who were initially playing, but they're giving Niantic more money than ever because the way Pokemon Go works is that the people who stick with it are the people who are willing to pay for it, you know? I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I think that's true for most mobile games. Uh, The thing that I also find very interesting, and this is very anecdotal, so I don't like using it as just like, this is a fact that we should use in the debate. Um, (laughs) It's not anything like that. But one of the things that I've heard from a lot of people, and Shamu can probably back me up on this, is that a lot of people are just like, well, once I transfer these things that I got, I'm kind of done with Pokemon Go. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the one. That's, That's what I see happening. And that's why this whole thing is like, go home. It's like, they're gonna like. There are people who stick with the game. There's people who really like it, but a lot of people played it for the shinies and stuff to transfer. Oh, they didn't. They didn't play Go because they liked Go. They played Go because they want their Pokemon. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm mostly worried about in terms of Pokemon in general, um, or Pokemon Go, because they could see a drop off in their player base. Like, and I feel like they could have implemented this way in advance. They just decided not to because I think this might have been something that they were also aware of. Yeah. Well, then it's in- they wanted to postpone it as much as possible. Then it's interesting that it comes pretty much at the exact same time as the mechanic in the main series games that has given us the best shiny odds ever, which is Dynamax Adventure. Although that's only for a limited pool of Pokemon. Personally, I believe that Niantic's been dragging their feet on this mm. because this was a feature that was described to be in Pokemon Go at launch. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't, right? It took, yeah, it's, it's been it's four been and a half four years. Four and a half years, yes. It's been four and a half years. I think that's true about most Pokemon Go features, by the way. It takes a while. Because Pokemon Go, in my opinion, I know there might be some Pokemon Go player listening to this, and they're, they're going to disagree with me, and I'm perfectly okay with that. But I think Pokemon Go kind of has some kind of end game, right? Mm. Because once Pokemon Go puts out all of the Pokemon... What's going to happen there? They can't, they've been living on yearly like Pokemon dumps, right? 
They've been like, hey, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna release this generation of Pokemon this year. And one, if you've noticed, this is also it's been more than a year since they've started a new generation of Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're very much trying to drag it they're out. They're trying to drag out one Gen Five is a pretty large dump, so they can probably yeah. they can probably do it. But also, the next two dumps or the next three dumps even are incredibly small compared to the yeah, what, past true. few they've had. Like Gen Six is only going to bring like sixty nine new Pokemon. Then you've also got uh, Gen Eight, which already some of those Pokemon are in the game mm-hmm. are in Go because they've released regionals. Yeah, it's just a Galarian form, so it's technically is, technically isn't. It's weird. Yes and no. It's some of them are though, because like Sir Fetched is a quote unquote Gen 8 Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, true. And Obstagoon the evolution. Yeah. 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 And Berserker and uh Runegrius, stuff like that. Those Pokemon are Gen 8 Pokemon. Yeah. I thought it was odd that they put them in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a general, bit. but it's well, it's their it's, choice. Uh, yeah, I would have I would have. Well, I thought they probably would have just waited. And just I like, would have waited. Yeah, they'll release it. But then again, well, then again, too, people would have been really up. That yeah, I I think it was a better choice to put them in now than later because that would have been big backlash. Because like with Gen, like if you're going with the fact of uh, we'll say oh Honchkrow to, or Murkrow to Honchkrow, like yeah, Honchkrow like in the Gen two games it wasn't Honchkrow wasn't available. Gen three games wasn't available. Gen four it was, but with like the regional forms like Galarians, those are available in Region eight. As well as their full evolution. So if you're gonna say like, oh, we're just gonna throw this form in from Gen Eight, but not throw the other. Oh, absolutely, thing that absolutely. Yeah, that would have been a huge backlash. Cause like, what, what are you doing? Like, and then you gotta think, Gen Eight, you're gonna wait for like three years with uh, Galarian Farfetch, cause Galarian Farfetch for a little bit was in the game, but Surfetch wasn't available, and then now Surfetch is available. It's a time. I don't know. Pokemon Go is confusing to me. Very much so. I don't know exactly what they're trying to do. It, like, I thought maybe they're bleeding for money, but they're obviously not. Maybe Harry Potter Go is just, like, that much of a failure they have to recoup. <laughs> I have not heard anyone even, like, barely talk about it since this whole thing came up. It's like, like that's the whole uh, yeah. Go transfer. Like, I've yeah. never seen Harry Potter Go, like, mentioned other than, like, the first week of release. <laughs> I have one single friend who plays it, and I, like, I don't even think he's playing it anymore since we're in a lockdown. So... I think a lot of the things they're doing are very odd as well. Like they're rolling back a lot of their um their pandemic stuff as well very slowly, which I don't like. Mm-mm. I will applaud Pokemon Go for doing what it did when the pandemic started to make it more playable, yeah. but they've taken a lot of that back. Um since then yeah. like incense isn't as cool as it was, um, and stuff like that. I, I just I feel bad about that. I think they could have gotten away with just like letting it happen a little bit more. Yeah, they should have. I do see Pokemon Go is like player base dropping after the Pokemon Home transfer capabilities. Maybe just like community days are exciting. Like you get Shamu to get shiny Electabuzz. I mean, I do appreciate like what they're doing, like with the Electabuzz and Magmar community days so that newer players can get some of the older Pokemon that aren't as prevalent. I I do appreciate that. Good on Pokemon Go for that. I do think they're doing a really good job introducing new players compared to and not just like bowing down to the older players are just like well this isn't an exciting event and it's like yeah because they can't just keep dropping you new pokemon all day yeah they're gonna run out we're very close to that scenario anyway (laughs) Mm. if you think about it where they're at right now we're at like where where does gen six gen five ends at 600 and uh 649 i think so Mm -hmm. we're at gen five we're at the end of gen five there's like 900 pokemon so there's only like 250 left yeah there's only about 250 left for them to really do. And they're caught up mostly on legendaries and raids at this point as well, which is interesting to think about. I guess they haven't done black and white Kyrim yet. No, they haven't. I do like that they treat di- forms of Pokemon as different Pokemon. I do like that. So good on you guys. Uh, 
So so good on them. It's interesting. I really want to see where they go from here. I'm very interested, honestly, like a year from now to see what the player base is like, like the number, the amount of player base outside of it being a quote unquote fiasco for transferring. I wonder now that people can transfer, do they stop playing? See, this is a really weird thing for me because it's not something I had even considered. Well, a lot of people were just in it. We're just in it for the Pokemon. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my turn, people who are hardcore into more casual, because now that they're like, oh, I've got everything I really want, I don't really feel the need to play this except for something I really want. Like, sometimes that happens hmm. anyways, but like, I could just, I could see that happening. The The player base is going to shift. Yeah, I think you'll still have the hardcore Pokemon Go community. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna still have the, the fact, like, essentially the factions. Like, you'll have, a, the number will change, I, I think that, like, the number of players will change. It's just also how many people are hardcore to how many people are casual, how many people play, like, the amount of time it's played. I think that's all just going to shift a lot. Or, like, it's going to shift one way or just, like, one thing will... It's There's going to be a change. It, it's most likely going to be towards the uh, casual end, though, I feel. I don't think... Now that you can transfer, I doubt we're going to get a huge shift of hardcore Pokemon Go players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just going to be harder for them to grow it. We do get GMAX Mel Metal now, though, which is kind of cool. We do, which is nice. Now that's finally in the game. Finally. People can ask. Can people now finally ask for that on the breeder bot? Or are we still... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No, you know what? Just for tradition's sake, let's say you can't. Uh... For, for tradition's sake, you can't it. do it. So I think this is a good place to stop. I, I think in conclusion, I think it's a, I think it's a dicey area for Pokemon Go going forward. But I, I, I don't think it's going away. I, I don't think it's going away. No, no, Pokemon Go is not ending. That's not, oh yeah, it's still absolutely it's, not ending. That's no, yeah. no, no, no. It's not going to kill it. It's just, it's just going to get a lot. It's just going to be a bumpy ride for them. I think. I agree with that. Dealing with all the backlash. Could you add Mega Evolution into this? And that's not. Like, it's just been misstep after misstep. All right. So with that, we're going to take a short break and be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 642, Thunderous, the Bolt Strike Pokemon. Its black two and white two Pokedex entry states, As it flies around, it shoots lightning all over the place and causes forest fire. It is therefore disliked. It's disliked for other reasons as well. But yeah, it's- <laughs> but that's so, that's like so, oh yeah, it destroys everything. We dislike it. I like, don't like what? it. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like how we feel about that person that threw that gender reveal party in California. Yeah, <laughs> oh gosh. All right, so uh, Thunderous, we're running the incarnate form today. I want to say one thing. This is a kind of cute little, cute little trivia here, actually. Uh, in Generation Seven, the Therian form could not learn Smart Strike. What? But Incarnate could. What? Because <laughs> due to recording error, so they just coded it incorrectly. So like, you can teach it as Incarnate, then transform it to, to Therian. Therian. Yeah. But you can't just have a Therian one learning Smart Strike, which is just like weird. weird. Okay. Weird. So Incarnate form, which is the one we're talking about today. Uh, has a base attack of 115, which is actually pretty decent. A base defense of 70, a base special attack of 125, a base special defense of 80, and a speed of 111, which is decent tier 2, um, and 79 HP. It, the attack stat is actually like 
pretty on par with the special attack stat, which makes it a decent mi- mixed attacker. Mm-mm. Well, it really makes it good just mixed, and then also because it gets defiant. Now. Yeah, it does get defiant it's much more easily. Like if you you have an option to run physical. I'm yeah. I'm actually really happy with a lot of the changes they've made in Sword and Shield um, to counter intimidate. Like, oh yeah, no, that's really nice. Um, one, there's a lot more Pokemon with Defiant, which is really cool. Um, Defiant and competitive, I should say, uh, especially when they came out with like the Galarian birds and stuff like that. You also have a lot of Pokemon with Inner Focus now getting that buff as well because Inner Focus mm-hmm. isn't affected by Intimidate. Just giving the the, the anti intimidate buff was really nice. Exactly. So it's great. Um, so the team we have today is a VGC 2020 team. This is the team that our Sigma actually went ahead and uh, competed in the Players Cup last weekend with. Um, he ended up getting 65th. Yeah. Hmm. Overall, it was it was the 256 number. I think it was 256. I believe. Yeah. He got he got 65th. He tied. He was somebody else. He said for 65th. <laughs> so like one yeah. below top 64. But he uh, he put together this team. It's actually fairly interesting. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I think it fits his play style pretty well. So there's a Thunderous on this team, obviously, with a Life Orb. Um, it's Defiant. And it's got 4 HP, 252 Attack. That's why I was stressing the attack stat not being terrible. It's also got a 252 Speed stat. Um, it's Jolly with Wild Charge, Fly, Superpower, and Protect. Uh, because you're supposed to go big with this Thunderous and do fun big things with yeah. Thunderous. Dynamax target. You can get some speed. Uh, It's a good Dynamax mon. And you wouldn't be playing uh, Pokemon with genies correctly if you didn't also bring a Lander Asterion. This one is the Assault Vest variety because the Assault Vest one is actually really good and can can, take some pretty decent hits, actually, uh, with the Assault Vest on. Uh, Most notably from Colossal, like Special Colossal can't O-code if it's got, got the Assault Vest on it. So 196 HP, uh, 252 attack, and 60 speed. I'm not sure what the 60 speed's outrunning exactly with 91 base speed, but you're probably, maybe you're speed creeping other Lander Asterians. I'm guessing neutral nature base 95s or That's it, that's it, yep. Yeah. Something like that. With adamant nature, rock slide, earthquake, U-turn, and superpower. Decent Pokemon to back it up. Even then, like, with the, you could probably get a speed boost out of, if you're pairing it with a Thunderous. Which is really nice. Yeah. Well, see, even like a speed booster and attack. Mm-hmm. That's solid. Yeah. I mean, these are just two decent Pokemon that can work together very well. I don't know yeah. what anybody else would want to take, but you can take whatever you want. Oh, I want to take the Nihilego because I love this competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. This is probably the cutest thing on the team. I, I, I always love seeing this. So it's um, Timid Nature, 4 HP, max special attack, max speed. So you're just full on special attacker, Timid. Yeah, you're a Nihil Lego. Yeah, it's a Nihil Lego. It's what you're doing. Uh, you've got Protect, okay. Protect from Earthquakes, all that fun stuff. Uh, Sludge Bomb, Power Gem, and Meteor Beam with the Held Item Power Herb. Ooh. I love this. I love, I love seeing Meteor Beam do stuff. Cause then you're getting a free special attack bump, and you're also hitting something hard with Stab Meteor Beam. Assuming you hit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's solid. And it's also a decent Dynamax target, too, cause you can just do Max Ooze, you can set up a Sandstorm. You, if you want to get your special defense up more, it's up to you. Yeah. But, like, Nilego's just... I, I love Meteor Beam Power Herb. So fun. Yeah. And then the only non, non-Crown non Tundra mod on here is, uh... What's the form? Single Striker. Single Striker. Single Striker Shifu with a scarf. Max attack, max speed, 4 HP, adamant. So just full-on attacker. 
with Wicked Blow, Sucker Punch, Close Combat, and Stone Edge. So Dual Stab with priority if need be, and then coverage. Seems fairly standard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I would say most everything else is fairly standard. Yeah. But it, it works really well together because, uh, I mean, it's it's almost like chalk. <laughs> Actually, you're yeah, it's almost like chalk. This team this team has three of the three of the five members of chalk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is Heatran holding a Shuka Berry. It has max HP, max special attack, a four special defense, modest nature, and it's running overheat, flash cannon, earth power, and protect. That's a pretty standard heat run right there. Yes. And then, uh, just to have something more supportive, you have a Cresselia holding a Cassip Berry. It's bold, max HP, max defense, four special defense. It's got ally switch, helping hand, icy wind, and trick room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see wind's great. I see wind's really good for uh, speed yes. control. Um, I guess trick room is as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I see wind is not enough, you have trick room. Oh, yeah, it's too good. It's too good. But that is, uh, I mean, it's a solid team. The rental team will be up for you guys to play with um, this week. So definitely take a look out for that. You can uh, play with our Sigma's team over there. Um, there's also going to be a video up on Friday uh, showing P. Mickey and Claude Nine driving it. Um, against one of the gym leaders, I'm not sure who, but he, is it you? I'm done. No, it's not me. I'm. The, I'll, I'll, I'll. Yeah, you're done. I'm done. Uh, um, I'll be the last one they challenge. I know okay. That. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, all right, but that is uh, that is it for this one. Uh, we are gonna kick it on over now to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to The Mailbag. The Mailbag, as always, is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. All you have to do is email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. We typically have a prompt for you, one of them being, uh, this week our prompt was, uh, what do you want from Pokemon in 2021? As always, though, this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we will give out the Green Tauros badge to anybody who des- uh, deserves it. That means you sp- had an email that sparked good conversation among the co-hosts. So without further ado, we're going to get to this new, uh, or I guess this email from Professor Manzana. Hello, Thatch and whoever he has. I don't ha- have a lost switch story, thank Arceus, but I did just lose my switch charger while traveling to my home city for a funeral. I was at my parents' house and I know that I had it. Yet when I was packing up to fly back, it was... It and my tablet were just gone. I and my mom tore their house apart for hours, looking for both and found nothing. My best guess is that someone stole my tablet and mistakenly thought the switch charger was the charger for my tablet. But the only people who were there were family and friends of family, so it's extra depressing to think thinking one of them did it. Hopefully am I wrong, I'm wrong and both items will turn up eventually. I hope so too. <laughs> anyway, longer than expected sob story aside... What I would like to see in 2021 would be Sinnoh DLC for Swish. I know that a remake is far more likely, but a large DLC into Sinnoh would be amazing. Like every Pokemon nerd, I want the full national Pokedex, and having every Pokemon catchable in one pair of games would be icing on the cake. I don't disagree with you, buddy. Mm. Failing that, I wouldn't be disappointed with regular remakes or a standalone sequel. 
a standalone sequel would be like the coolest IMO. Yeah. If only I remembered the original Sinnoh story. That's your fault. Uh, well, it could be part <laughs> of that. Okay. They could like do a, a like retro collection with Gen 4 in it as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Can they fix the engine? Just speed up the HP bar, please. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I gotta find that video. It's like 30 seconds of watching a chancy HP bar go down to zero. <laughs> the other thing, as I'm sure other people have mentioned, is the concept I've seen floating around of a Pokemon collection on the Switch that lets you play all the past games for previous consoles in one place. Most rumors, aka fake leaks, I like this person. But I like mm. this person a lot. Uh, <laughs> because they know if it's a fake leak. Um, say it would include everything all the way up to Usum. But I would be happy even if it stopped before the 3DS era. That's a bad leak. That's a bad... There's no way there's 3DS games coming That's to Switch. The, no, they wouldn't release... They wouldn't release, what, $1,000 worth of games on... $1,000, <sighs> that's so true. I didn't think game. about it. No. They, they, they're they going to just release each separately. They're not going to do... Like, they might do a collection for Gen 1 through... Like, maybe 1 and 2. Like 1, 2, and 3. Gen 1 through 2. I can see 1, 2, 3. Maybe 3. I can see 1 and 2 for sure being a collection mm. at this point. Because they've released them, and they can bundle them... Since so what six games, ten bucks a pop yeah. for sixty bucks, yeah. they wouldn't be losing any money. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I mean, they'll they'll do their thing. They might throw three on there, but I feel like they make more money making three a separate additional like add on to that. Honestly, yeah. I think something like this is just getting more and more likely with just like how much Nintendo has been pushing it in general as of late. Yeah. Because we had the Super Mario 3D collection, and they're they, they've been doing a lot of reports and, and stuff, and they they I think they're realizing they've got the Fire Emblem one coming money. too next month yeah that one might i I, I don't know if that one will do well i feel like it might do decent i don't that one's weird because it's like shadow dragon and shadow dragon already actually came to the u.s yeah and there's also like i think the special edition isn't even like a is it not like a code for the game or is it not even the game it's just weird it's weird it's weird (laughs) yeah having the original gen 4 games playable on the switch would also make having sequels instead of remakes more plausible wow this person i this person you guys are off the show I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, allowing new players to experience the original story for the first time. This person's on my wavelength. All right, that's all I have to. I've got to say for now. Pokemon's 25th anniversary is one more reason to, to be excited that 2020 is almost over, and I look forward to however TPCI decides to celebrate. Catch you on the flip flop, Professor Monzana. <laughs> I I like him. I like him. We we get that patch. We get that. All right, uh, Shamu, you're gonna get this next one from Oracle Above. We're gonna. I'm gonna put a question mark at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, Puckle. How is everyone doing? Well, hope hope everyone is doing lovely. As the one you're reading this, uh, I would like to see four things from Pokemon this year: one, Virtual Console for Gen One through Three; two, Diamond and Pearl remakes; and then three, a non-mainline Pokemon or ma- non-mainline game such as a fourth Pokemon Ranger or like. I'd be okay with like a fourth ranger or like a, just a spinoff game. That's something. I I think I think people just keep forgetting that like Pokemon Snap's happening. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Pokemon Snap's happening. That's the, I, I I well, do we have a release date? For no, that? but it's definitely not 2020 at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the thing. That's the thing. We don't if it, we don't have a release date, it's not coming. I think so, it's coming. Uh, well, they had a trailer for it. They had a trailer for it, which is more than they had for uh, Detective Pikachu two. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers Pokemon, or Pokemon Sleep? Sleep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing. If we don't have a release date for something, it's essentially just I would never. I wouldn't even consider it coming out until. That's fair. Okay, that's, that's fair. fair. Like we don't know. Like 
again, okay, Mystery Dungeon DX. We got that release. We got a reveal. Like, we got a release date, and it was, like, a month or two. I love that. Like a I love that, by the but way. Like, we we got it, and we knew when it was coming out, and it actually came Mm-mm. out. And it was like, we had no idea until that happened. I would love Explorers of Sky and Darkness and Time to get that kind of treatment as well, by the way. But, uh, yeah, the, out of the four things you wanted to see, there's a three, because there's not a fourth. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth thing was he wanted me to mention Pokemon Snap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unspoken, I see. You have a telepathic link yeah. or something. Okay. Uh, but I think Virtual Console for Gens 1 through 3 makes a lot of sense if Gen 1 and 2 are on 3DS. And again, we said it earlier, it would be proper. Absolutely. Like, 100%. Like, they have what? Yeah, 1 and 2 already done. They just gotta, like, make it work on Switch. And if they want to throw in 3, they can. But they could also easily just say no and still make all the money. I would buy it. If I Absolutely. Get one, all the one on one cartridge, I would do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I would totally buy like, it. I'm not even joking. I would buy it. Especially for Switch. I'd be more likely to play it on Switch than on DS. And you give them Pokemon Home compatibility. Right. There you yep. go. Easy way to do it. But because like a lot of, yeah, anyone anyone who got back to Pokemon through Switch would likely want to replay the game that started the, the, their Pokemon Absolutely. journey. And I also personally have an investment in Gen 3 included, as Hoenn's my favorite region, and being able to play the Emerald Battlefront tier on such a large screen would be amazing. You're not wrong. I, I, mm. I agree. I would, I would love Emerald. I'd love to actually I would go love back Emerald. and play that. But uh, yeah, Diamond of Pearl remakes seem inevitable, and due to the timeline of generations between Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, and Oras, next year is the period that would make most sense for their release. Mm-hmm. I love the map of Sinnoh, and I think it would be a super cool in a 3D format with Switch graphics. I hope that if DP remakes do come, that they feel more like sequels rather than just a reskin of the original games, as I think that will be the way Pokemon can continue to remake generations without them feeling stale. I, I would like a sequel. I don't want to hold my breath for that. I think I think a I think a Diamond Pearl remake is definitely on the horizon. I would I would like it to be more in the veins of Oras with the Delta. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the way to do it. I think you're absolutely right. That's what we'd get. My thing is, though, I don't know if we'll get full-on Swish 3D. Like, I don't think we'll get on full... We won't get full Swish set. Like, it's probably going to be a lot more of a... I, I don't even want to say, like, Let's Go, but it's going to be more... I think, it's gonna, I think it could be, like, a hybrid between Let's Go and Swish. Mm. Yeah, like, I think you're going to get the more of, like the like the character like styles and stuff of let's go with a bit more deep like it's not going to be like full-on swish because you got to think i think you'll get that was very much made with the mentality of i think the wild area yeah exactly i think you get the swish graphics but with the let's go camera essentially yeah, uh, yeah fair. that's what i'm thinking fair because that's like, my feeling when you when you think swish graphics what you really think about is the wild area which is just not in sin though so mm-hmm yeah, because it's just you're you're more likely to get again like let's go let's go camera switch graphics. You just take the battle area and you just scrap it and you throw a wild area up there. Actually, yeah, that would be the thing to do if they're mm-hmm. gonna do anything. Remake that battle island or whatever and make that into like a mini wild area. With exactly the areas like you go up north, make that bigger. That's what you I do, absolutely agree with I that. Think. I think that's the way to do it because that's the thing that was honestly that's not that memorable other than like Buck again, which is. Not that memorable. Yeah, Buck is not very res- re- memorable uh, outside of like Heatran. Like the only reason Buck's there is so you can get yeah. Heatran. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just like that's. I think that's what they would do. Yeah, you just make it, just 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 make it a wild area. Make it a wild area, and it makes it much more expansive, and it makes it more memorable. And it's a big area. Yeah, it'll be a hub. Ex- absolutely. I think that's what it was trying to be too, is a battle tower and stuff, and it was just like, absolutely that would be a good hub area. And you got to put the primal gr- Dialga in and make everybody happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Another Pokemon Ranger is quite unlikely, though, but I feel it's the most successful non-mainline Pokemon game in creating its own universe. Uh, I played the original Ranger this summer, and it was some of the most fun I had playing Pokemon because the storyline is so well played out. Uh, Ranger is much more about the story than mainline games are, and I think the flexibility of the Ranger universe would be great to see on the Switch. In terms of control, I think Ranger could replace the stylus mechanic to be controlled by the left Joy-Con. The touchscreen control of Ranger didn't translate well to the Switch. Oh, uh, don't translate well. Yeah. But uh, I do think that they can be adapted to only use what the Switch is capable of. Like, I could see it doing, like... I could see you doing something with the... Uh, they could do on. something. I, they would, it would have to be a Ranger game built from the ground up. That's mm. for sure. Yeah, it wouldn't be a remake. Uh, I, they'd have to build it from the ground up, and they probably would have to, like... I think they'd have to make multiple modes for it. I, cause yes. Even, well, even then. Yeah. Like, I don't see how you could, like... I don't think you could play a Ranger game with a joystick. Oh man, you know what? We should we should stream Pokemon Ranger. That sounds like a fun like stream session. Could be, yeah. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll put it on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think. Of, like, I don't. You'd have to have some sort of motion control or some sort of touchscreen interactivity. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, there's no. I don't see any. I don't know. I. It's not our job to figure that out, right? Like, no. I'm just thinking. Like, I'm just thinking. Like the like, just like how, and I just don't. You'd have to like you'd have to like control your Beyblade, you know. You'd have to control your Beyblade to spin around. Well, because also you got to think of the UI. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like with DS, you had dual screens still, so you had the bottom screen to actually mm-hmm. touch, and you had upper screen upper screens for other issue, other things too. So it's like to fit that on one screen might be a bit, especially if you go touch touch like handheld, it might work. I I, I don't know. Yeah, you have to think like it has to be compatible with. There's a lot of work that has to go into that. Yeah. And I don't think I don't know if they're gonna be willing to do that. Mm-mm. I don't yeah. see it. So I, I, I would love to see it, but I just don't know. Think of the logistics of all that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Moving on. Let's finish it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just joined the Discord this week, and I'm really enjoying having a community. As none of my friends are into Pokemon, or as into Pokemon as I am. Thank you guys for all that you do. Have a great week. And now he's Oracle Below. All right. Our next one is going to be from Trainer Nova. When was the cat's got this one? Okay. She says, hello, Puggle crew. Trainer Nova here with another listener email. Sent late at night on Friday and I could really use some sleep, so I'll try to keep it short. I've been playing in the Crown Tundra and I have to say, hands down, I enjoyed way more than Isle of Armor. While I love the Isles Wild area, I'm not into competitive, and I didn't find its competitive features that relevant. However, with the Crown Tundra, I've been having a blast catching legendary Pokémon, getting incredibly lost, and I normally have a good sense of direction, and going on Dynamax adventures. I especially love Calyrex's arc, and it was a cute little adventure packed with the lore and world building that I love in a Pokémon world. Same. Mm-hmm. It really felt like a classic fantasy RPG quest, even if you were mostly just listening to lore and doing errands. As for what I hope for the future, all of the stars seem to be pointing to Sinnoh remakes, or even perhaps a Switch DLC that features a setting like Sinjo Ruins that connects the two regions. Regardless, I really do hope for Sinnoh forms. It might require retconning or the alternate universe theory, but it could be a cool way to keep rolling out new Pokemon to hype up new Sinnoh content, while expanding upon the lore of a region many know and love. I'm not one of those many. <laughs> it might be especially neat to give forms to Mon's generations through to six. 
uh, two through six, sorry, as the Pokedex could use more of those. Yes. However, I wonder how Game Freak will handle Dynamax if they move to Sinnoh within the same generation. If they want to keep supporting Dynamax, that is. Yeah, I don't see them dropping it halfway through the generation. Since no. Eternatus warps space-time and Sinnoh's legendaries also control space-time, perhaps in the remakes Dynamax has suddenly started occurring outside of Galar thanks to the likes of Dialga and Palkia. Plot will ensue. I like this. My personal opinion is they didn't have too much of a too hard of a time in Gen Six, like shoving Mega Evolution into Oraz. I don't think they'll have too much of an issue just shoving in Dynamax no, into no. Sword and, or into a Diamond and Pearl. Like that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, we might get some like words, and then people will read way too into them. Yeah, and like some text, and it. it I, I look forward to that. I look forward to the over-speculation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that turned out to be a not short email, but it was just a lot of fun being able to geek out about Pokemon with you guys. Keep nerding out, staying strong, and do your fantastic work using, during these trying times. See you on the flip-flop, Nova. Uh, we've been social distancing for years, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> look at me. I'm a whole continent away. And more than that, add an ocean to that. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm so uh, good it's at this. It's a good time. But I appreciate having everybody send us emails. And uh, I know that I agree with Professor Monzala, but I have to say that our good friend Oracle Above did inspire some pretty good conversation. That way, yeah. So I think Oracle Above gets it. Um, yeah. He just has to ask Oracle Below. Or, Oracle, Below. <laughs> Oracle Below or Oracle Above. I don't know anymore. Um, but you get the badge. Just Just let one of us know. We'll get it to you. And yeah. if you go to email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, feel free to do it. Uh, our prop next week will be, what do you think of Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you feel indifferent? Please let us know. On that note, if there's uh, anything you want to participate in, Discord's a great place to come and hang out with us. You can also go ahead and jump into... You can jump into our social media over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. You can also go ahead and watch us live over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Watch our YouTube videos over at youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. Um, have to watch out for Twitch. I want to do no another one of those uh, battle days. I think that would be a lot of fun to do in December. Um, we got some tweaks. Oh, yeah, was, that was yeah. a good time. The Puckle Showdown. Yeah. That was a good time. That's coming to YouTube this week. Yeah, after I think it'll be more balanced. It'll be more balanced with tweaks. Uh, there's gonna be a lot more balance when you don't put Claude Nine and P. McGee on the same team. <laughs> that's that's kind of my thought. <laughs> and then you uh, also have because those two just like work together all the time on building teams. Like that's mm -mm. their thing. And then we're just like, oh yes, let's make them have a team of building teams and see who will win. I don't know who we what we expected. Uh, but that will be up on uh, over on YouTube this week. You guys can check that out. Uh, and of course, if you want to uh, help support the show monetarily, one, you can go drop a Twitch Prime subscription. You can buy a shirt or something over at Public, or you can more importantly go over to Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. Uh, right now, the $15 tier, like I had mentioned, you do get a coupon essentially to get those Fall League badges for free. Uh, if not on Etsy, they cost $20, your choice. Other than that, though, guys, I am going to uh, say this is probably a great place to end the show. So I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been Shaman. And I have been the fluffiest Whimsicott. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
serves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.